I was singing Edelweiss last week. My version of Edelweiss is just like a lovely sort of sing-along classic. And then the room fell, fell silent and a lady was like, too slow. <laughs> <laughs> it's not exactly known for being a lively one. <laughs> Welcome to episode four of Confessions of a Care Home Entertainer. I'm Eleanor. And I'm Michaela. Thank you very much, everyone, for um, we've had more interaction on our Facebook about bits you like of the what we've what we've talked about in the past. I've had a few private messages saying that they like to laugh at my misfortune, which is nice. <laughs> we all like to laugh at your misfortune. I feel like it's just me. It's all stuff always happens to me. Well, you've had a bad day today, haven't you? Yes, again. What, what happened? <laughs> oh, okay. Right, so I bought a new iPad. I thought I was going to be, you know, really set up for any sort of situation. So I got a, a cellular one. So anyone asks me for a song, it's on the go and I can just put it in. And the port, which you've got to put the aux in to get it to play through the speaker, no longer works. And I've had it for about two weeks. So um, that's oh. going back to Apple. <laughs> but um, so that left me with just an iPad. To sing along to the ipad volume just the ipad volume so basically nothing and the whole of the gig i had to sing without a microphone i mean luckily mm. it was it was a small intimate gig mm. if it was any bigger i would have not been able to do it but it was small and we just sort of had like it was a sing-along show as well so that was you were, good. you were inside though right yeah you yeah weren't... no yeah i was inside yeah 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 <laughs> imagine you were screaming from the garden <laughs> imagine no 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 it's fine but um yeah but then just as i thought right i'm getting away with it the camera came out and the show was recorded <laughs> for facebook it's always the worst one as soon as it, i saw that, that. but as soon as it happened though i started sweating like you know when you start sweating and i turned around, the, yeah. I turned around to the carers i was like i'm sweating here <laughs> i was like they were like honestly in, in fact it was the audience that said the residents were like oh it's fine love just do it with that that's lovely we'll just have a nice intimate sing-along and i'm like all right okay thank <laughs> but it worked it, it worked so it was fine but if it was in any other situation it would not have worked and i would have probably not be able to do the show but oh no nightmare i know well you know what it reminds me of a situation i had when i worked for the other company what i didn't know is right now this is me just being technologically a bit slow sometimes so what I didn't know is that it had this wheel along speaker that they'd given me to use I know what you're going to say has an option where you press a button and it means that when you speak over it like radio DJ um, it makes the music go quiet oh I thought you were going to talk about the frequency oh no that, that that's a whole different story yeah let's talk about day. that next no we'll talk about that next that's <laughs> hilarious but um, so when I got to like a big note, all of a sudden it registered that my, my mic was speaking, like I wanted to make an announcement mm -hmm. and it dropped the music level down and I couldn't figure it out for days and days and days. And, uh, I ended up having to Google, <laughs> Google what the hell was going on with my speaker. And it was like, oh, it's like DJ dropout mode, like announcement DJ mode. I'm like, well, I don't want announcement mode. I need the music when I'm singing. Like I don't want <laughs> And I was constantly having to battle this balance between like half singing, just enough so the residents could hear my voice, mm -hmm. but then 
not so loud that the music dropped out. Yeah. It was very, very stressful until I figured out it was just a button on the back. Well, another another story about them wheel-alongs is pers- one of my favourite things ever is... Um, so do you know what we're talking about, Amanda? Like a wheel-along sort of... Um, sorry, we should have said we have a guest, Amanda, with us today. <laughs> we haven't... Eleanor, we haven't even introduced that we've got a guest on. We're, we're we really have bad got pod- a guest. We're really bad podcasters here. <laughs> We've just had such a bad week already. We just needed to get straight in about ourselves. I know, we just needed to have a bit of a mourn. But um, so basically we have Amanda Parsons here who also does our job, but also worked as an activities coordinator. True. Yes. During the pandemic. Yes. Uh So we'll get into that a bit later on. But um, what we're talking about, Amanda, is like a wheel along um, all in one system. Yeah. You know, and uh, for the other company that we used to work with, that's what the solo girls got given. And then one day I just started like as the new sort of bunch of people went out, I started getting inboxes to me like, "Um, Michaela, can you help me, please? I was like, oh, why? And they're like, the the taxi ranks coming through me speaker. (laughs) 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 They're doing it. They're doing a show and it's like, can you pick up a 12 floor tree limb, please? (laughs) <laughs> you know what though it's not just that speaker i've had it happen on a normal radio mic i was doing a wedding in the city center with my band a few years ago and halfway through um halfway, halfway through the gig this man sweating comes like running through and he's like is that your is that your music is that your mic that's on is that your mic that's on i said Oh no, mate. Um, my mic's been turned off. We're actually on a break, and we, I was there like shoving my face full of buffet at the time. Uh-huh. Um, I was like, it's nothing to do with this. And he was like, I keep getting someone's music and 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 stuff through my taxi um speaker in the car, mm-hmm. and and I can't hear my pickups. And he's there in a black cab trying to pick up outside the venue. Oh wow! And yeah. I, so it's, it's not my mic. It, we ended up tracing it back to the guy who was hosting the karaoke in the venue across the road. And so he got like karaoke coming through on the radio. <laughs> so what? It, it's sort of like the running on the same frequency. Yes, that's what that happens. Yeah, yeah. So they they obviously weren't using a frequency that had been paid for by the mic company. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they were running on the taxi frequency. So um, he was getting horrible renditions of uh, Sex on Fire rather than uh, pick up that's at seven. Hilarious. Honest, yeah, it was. That's hilarious. Yeah, it like, happened. <laughs> the fact that it's karaoke as well. Imagine. Yeah. Like I mean, he, he thought it was us. And I was like, no, he says, when was the last time you used your mic? It was about about half an hour ago. He said, no, I've literally just had music come through. It's not you. And oh, it was <laughs> the venue across the road. Yeah. Wow. So um, yeah, I have to say my my week hasn't been as eventful as that. Really, as yours? No, I've had uh, really straightforward gigs. I had the most amazing gig last night. It was one of my wonderful day centres, and it was the first time we've all got together since the pandemic. Oh. And we had a massive birthday party for everyone that had had big birthdays in the past eighteen months that we've missed. Oh, and we had that's a seven- so nice. We had a seventies and abbas night. And it was oh, just, oh wow, yeah, you know, the best. yeah, every and they had a really good chocolate cake as well. <laughs> it was great. I, I, oh. I can't moan, I've had a lovely week with work. My, yeah, my other girl, Tamsin, always gets given um goodies to take home. She gets like, but before, I think she left with like a carrier bag full of food. Yeah, <laughs> she had like Kinder Buenos and like everything. So yeah, I remember, there. I remember once they'd put on a spread for the Christmas party and like none of the family had shown up. And you know the residents don't really eat anything. Yeah, they they have a 
uh, buffet tea, and it's it, there's always loads. Teas left. on knees. Yeah, yeah, teas on knees. Do love and the teas on knees, gig. They sent me home just like the big platters with like cling film on, and mm. I said I said to my husband, "Don't start any dinner. We're having buffet for dinner." <laughs> it was just like scotch eggs and volivons. Yeah, I do a um a Jewish home in Newcastle, and fool, you get looked after there. Over- overfeed. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you get everything. It's, yeah. um I take it home from my family because I can't eat the food now. But um, yeah, <laughs> I'm like I take I take everything home. There was like cream cakes, like just every sort of thing you can imagine, and they wrapped it up in a massive bit of tin foil for me. And I was because I kept saying, "No, no, I'm all right, I'm all right, thank you." And they were like, "You must take some." And I was like, "Okay, right, I'll take some." <laughs> <laughs> Shall we bring our guest on? Yeah, surprise, surprise. I know we fair, we've not actually formally introduced we're having a guest. We just totally skipped over that. But yes, we have Amanda. Lovely to welcome Amanda Hello. Parsons, who we we know because she joined our Facebook group. Um yeah. gosh, a while ago now. Um, and we thought you'd be a great person to have on because you've seen things from the inside. I have. Yeah. So we're really keen to see how your pandemic's been. And uh and and how things have gone for you because you're based down in Hampshire is that right I'm in uh it, very near Southampton yeah yeah so, so right down completely the opposite yeah. end of the country mm. to Michaela yeah I'm Newcastle Sunderland yeah yeah so I mean I noticed from your page that there seems to be more of an open mind from care homes to do either the zoom shows or the outside shows whereas down here in the south and people might dispute me but we everything just shut. I did about I did about two Zoom shows. That was it. And then I did a few garden shows before I started working in the care home as activities. But it was very very quickly going to start stopping. Yeah. Here. So at the at the start of the pandemic, I saw it coming. But I catastrophized, and I'm known for it, anxiety and all of that. And everyone was saying, No, 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 you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Mm-hmm. But I knew I, I knew this time. So I had got a job with the NHS 111, which was crazy. But I was still able to run a few daytime gigs at the same time because that was nighttime work. Yeah. And then I was, it just wasn't enough work. And I, I had a phone call from one of my clients saying, you'd be really good for activities. And we're going to lose our coordinator to retirement. Do you want it? And... Um, yes, was the answer. So it was um, very lucky because nothing was happening here and the government grants weren't enough to live on. So I think it's the fact that it was just so spaced out, though. You know, that's that's yeah, the thing. Yeah, you yeah. couldn't possibly, like, it was like you were getting a, a, a bulk of money, but then they were like, and that's the last three months. Yeah. I think I think for me it was more the fact that it was um, a proportion of your profits, but our expenses yeah. never stopped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that exactly. that was the thing I couldn't reconcile yeah. in my head. I'm like, that's that's great. I, I appreciate the money and everything, um, mm. but my expenses yeah. haven't stopped just just because you've decided that it's profits only. Like my mm. husband got a furlough, yeah. and there was nothing in his mm. terms that said, "Oh, well, we're only going to give you." like what you have left over once you've paid all your bills <laughs> like, do you know what yeah. I mean it, he didn't get that same distinction that I got well, it's part of the course though self-employed are always bottom of the pile so always yeah, yeah. my dad was right I and mean, I always thought my dad was a miserable old sod but he was right 
more and more i think your dad's right and in, in everything that he says <laughs> and i really resent it because i used to think he was so miserable mm-hmm. and now when i go around and see him he's like me up what did i tell you <laughs> mm-hmm. they don't care about <laughs> us and he's been saying it for as long as i can remember yeah yeah i'm turning into my dad every every day longer that i'm self-employed oh i'm victor meldrew i mean i actually found myself saying the other day to paul um can you turn that light off when you're not in the room <laughs> what is happening to me and it's because the gas and electric prices have gone through the roof oh tell me about haven't it. they honestly my renewal my 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 renewal doubled mm-hmm. i was one of the unfortunate people who had had such a good rate for so long that my company actually went bust because <laughs> they'd given us such a good deal well i had a spreadsheet oh I, I love a spreadsheet yeah well i had a spreadsheet i bought my house six months before the pandemic and i had a, literally a spreadsheet of how many kilowatts i was using i became in the most boring person on earth i turn up to gigs with my band and be like i've used 20 kilowatts today in 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 two days who does no one does that no <laughs> one talks about their kilowatts never heard that but you do you yeah, yes exactly <laughs> obsessive and then i decided to stop being obsessive and now it's got to the point where we've got no petrol no lorries no nothing so i'm like i can't I, I, how many spreadsheets can i have like no so you're you're my type of person though who gets do you get like really obsessed about <laughs> stuff yeah, yeah yeah i'm like that though i get like obsessed with certain things and mm. then I, I i spend like a week week or maybe two weeks obsessed then i move on to the next thing but, <laughs> yeah but I love a spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah. But did did you do this? Did you have, when I, and in fact, I did this for years. It wasn't just when I first started. For years, I had a spreadsheet of every single care home yep. with every single song I'd sung, with every single costume I'd worn. Ooh. So I'd go through, and if I'd done five months and a month per care home, I'd be like, I sang that one two months ago. I sang that one. That was ridiculous. I'll raise you. I'll raise you. I'll raise you that. I just, I just know that in my head (laughs) (laughs) I literally just raised that I just know but also can I just say right talking about stuff like this I didn't realize and I swear to god I I am not making this up I didn't realize the way that I learn stuff is absolutely like rain man right so (laughs) and I never realized this till recent years do you know when you're learning a song Mm. Mm. how do you learn it um Melody first. Uh, no, because what I do, right? I've got a photographic memory. So I just look at the lyrics and then I read the lyrics from inside m- my brain. Um, like I can see the paper with all the lyrics on. Yeah. And I've got that image in That's my head and I can read the lyrics um, from the picture inside my head. I bet you ace tests at school. I well no because I didn't bother in school, but I've I know I can tell you anything that's happened. It was brilliant when I was working as an actress because I would know the page and then I'd know everyone's sort of cues to come in and stuff. So I was gonna say that really lends itself to script work, doesn't it? Yeah, uh uh-huh. mm, definitely. No, I'm I'm like the opposite. This. I think I'm all right as long as the melody's in my head and I have to get the melody in my head and then even if I have to make words up, at least I've got a melody to fit them into. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's yeah. The, the, the lyrics are the last thing that sit for me. 
I mean, sometimes yeah. when I, I mean, you know, the misheard lyrics I've sang one oh, yeah. time, Amanda, um, I got like, you know, when you trip over yourself, because to be honest, I've got a little bit of a short tongue. So it really makes me, I've got to really think about enunciating all my words. So one time right. I was singing Jailhouse Rock and I sang The Bummer Boy from Illinois. <laughs> 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 oh um do you know in um let it snow i've got yes. me i sang i got me some palm for cocking <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> oh, and i say i say that as um oh i might have to bleep that now <laughs> that's fine i mean it in the sense of the male no, the, the male bird uh, you can't get got you can't yeah. get done for that but I'll tell you what, I did an experiment one time. You know when you know songs so well that you, you start thinking about what am I going to have for dinner? Yes. Yeah. And things like yes. that. And then you forget the song. So it's like, what are the lyrics? That happens to me quite a lot or at the start of the song. One time, this was in my ABBA tribute band, and I thought, I literally, I can't remember what the words are. Let's just do a little experiment. And I was like, I can't, I can't remember what song it was, but I was like, I like apple crumbles. And nobody noticed. She can sing beans on toast, and unless they were being polite, but I was like, did any did anyone notice that I sang Apple Crumble in the middle of Gimme Gimme Gimme? And they're like, no. <laughs> but I tell you what, I tell you what, I tell you what, they will notice if you do that in a wartime show. You'd probably get lynched. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what's quite funny actually though because i was singing edelweiss last week and um it, my my version of edelweiss is just like a lovely sort of sing-along classic and i was like um bless my home forever and then the room fell fell silent and a lady was like too slow <laughs> <laughs> i was like <laughs> It's not exactly known oh. for being uh, rousing, is it? Like yeah. it's not a lively one. <laughs> well, it was just the fact that she proper sc- like for a shout at too slow. I've never, I've never had that in eight years, so I'm going to only assume that that it was too slow for her. But I've never, never had that comment in eight years. I've sang that song every day nearly. So, <laughs> so Amanda, you you mentioned just before that you sing in an ABBA tribute as well. So yeah. how how long have you been singing? How long have you been doing the care homes? How long have you been doing the tribute? And uh, yeah, tell us a bit about what you do generally in this industry. Well, yeah, so um, I do all of that. And I, I ended up in the care homes completely by accident. So I think we all did. <laughs> yeah, most of us do, don't I, we? I didn't even know about it. It was mental, but I had... I'd been living in London, I'd been to drama school, I, I did all of that, and I'd done TIE and blah, blah, blah. And that, well, that was in my 20s. And then I um, I had a bit of a life crisis, so I went to Madagascar and did drama there. And when I came back, I sort of rediscovered my singing out in Madagascar because I couldn't speak French and I couldn't speak Malagasy, but music was a really big thing. When I came back, I quite quickly got into a a band with a manager who managed various different things, and one of which was an ABBA tribute. And um, he already had one, but they both walked out on him. So we, me and another girl who's now my best friend, were, were flung together. We had two weeks to learn everything, and um, and we did it. But where where there's a funny twist in the tale there, 
I'd met this chap called John who was running the Ava Tribute Band. Um, I met Lally, who's um, Agnetta, and we hit it off immediately. Really, really good friends straight away. And she offered me a lift home that day. And I was like, I've found a new best friend. I'm cooking, la, la, la. And we drove past the pub I was working in. And she said, oh, I've, I've started seeing a chap. Do you know him? Because he works in there. And I was like, um, what's his name? And she was like, Andy. And I was like, oh, I'm seeing him as well. So we were being two <laughs> oh. <laughs> but And we had no friends in common, nothing. And Southampton is quite a small place. What are the chances? <laughs> I know. What a small world. I know. So we were both like, and luckily, we both had the right instinct of, oh, I'm going to lose my new best friend. Like, uh, And my head was like, no, you crack on, that's fine. So she had a couple more dates with him. I went to go and see her play at a gig and he stood next to me really awkwardly because I was like yeah yeah we've kind of put two and two together so that was 13 years ago and ever since then we've we've steadily done the other tribute uh, mainly but we do um 70s and 60s and well we do 40s as well um but the other tribute at the moment is just going mad um and at the same time I've started singing in care homes for 13 years um, and it's gradually built up and up and up to the point where any other work that I was doing had to go because I just, it got so busy. I love it. It's crazy, isn't it? I, I would take a care home gig over anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I really would. I The better gigs all around. They are wonderful as well because they completely contrast any other gigs you'll have and just headspace wise just everything you know most of our work is evenings and weekends so when someone's saying can you do two o'clock on a Tuesday you're like yes yeah. yes I can yeah you bite bite the hands off for it when you're first starting out mm. because you, you you never think they're the hours that you'd be able to work doing music mm. or you could just be like me and only ever do care homes so that means you're always in for the chase mm. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got any favourite songs that you like to sing at the minute, Amanda, um, in like care homes? I always like to ask this question because you get such a different variety. Yeah, I, I'll tell you one that I've recently started singing is um, Love is Like a Butterfly by Dolly Parton. And another one. Oh, that's a new one. I, I, I don't know that one. I don't know that one. Yeah, I'm sure you would do. Love is like a butterfly, as soft and gentle as a sigh. It's lovely. Oh, oh, I do know that true. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. So, um, and, and do they like to sing along to it as well? They do. And another one that's really taken me by surprise because my set is quite lively, but I do sling in the odd slow one for light and shade, obviously. Um, but one that I've started doing, which they seem to really love, is Blue Skies. And I do the Willie Nelson version. Yes because there's so many different versions of that song. And I honestly, I just, I slung it in the other day, thinking I, I can't, I don't know what else to sing. And they were all singing. A bit of a space filler. Yeah, but they really like yeah. it. And it's for me, you know, I sing uh, all the rock and roll and all of that, and it's all really fun. But it's nice to sing a song where you can give it a bit of emotion. And, you know, I don't know if, if you two are the same, but I... I don't put on a voice, but I change my voice to, per different style. But really, yes. my singing voice, yeah. is, my natural singing voice is folk. Um, 
so it's quite nice sometimes to just bring in a little bit of my own vocal character yes go back to that a little bit mm. yeah that's that's a bit like me and eleanor because we're both musical theater trained mm. Yes. So when we can do a musical show, I don't know about Eleanor, but I feel like, oh, this is what my voice is meant to be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I haven't got to put like on a, a 40s voice or a, <laughs> not that I put anything on. I don't try to sound like the singer. Yeah. I just sort of do my, my take on yeah, it. You but... just, you just try to sound appropriate to the genre you're yeah. doing. Yeah. Don't you can't you? be like, bluebirds over. <laughs> yeah. You, you can't, you, you can't do That's, a pop That is literally what I say. Any, any girl that comes to work for me, I said it to Jennifer, that my other girl I said it to Chams and I'm like do not twiddle in your wartime show yeah <laughs> I'm no like, rifts you <laughs> no rifts no twiddles no um, putting your own flair on Wycliffe's Adover it is to be sang straight any other show I don't care but don't be doing that in wartime because you will get lynched by the rest yeah. <laughs> and it's so true yeah. isn't it though yeah so how would you describe your job in in like a sentence when people say what do you do oh a sentence is really hard but I tell you one thing and it sounds so cheesy but it's so it's a it's beautiful I do music for the for for the sake of mental health mm. it's important though it's so important yeah it really is do you find do you find that doing this job helps your mental health it helps yeah surrounded by music I mean yes I've always loved music I love what music does for other people not just music the arts in general but I happen to be a singer at the moment and that's what's taken over everything but I am so completely passionate about what music does for people and that was one of the most devastating things about the pandemic is we literally weren't allowed they, they literally said no singing and no dancing and I, I was like what 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 world is this? We can, that's impossible. Human beings. I'm just so glad I was born up north because <laughs> that never affected us. Oh, honestly, <laughs> we down fine. here, I, maybe someone's going to prove me wrong and I'm going to get all paranoid. I was like, why was no one asking me to do anything? No, I, I, I think the general consensus was further south you go, the, the more strict it was. Yeah. Definitely. And then like Scotland was a different... Scotland was pretty much the same, I think. Mm. Scotland, I, I, you know, it'd be really nice to get somebody on who works in Scotland because one of our friends in the forum, you know, was based in Scotland and she was like, girls, I just, there's nothing. Mm -hmm. They're not even having online. Mm. I was selling pre-records to Scotland. Yeah, so I was. were you, weren't you? Yeah, but yeah. that's all they were having, pre-recorded mm. chores. Which... But that was, they were using them for one-to-one -one sessions because they weren't even allowed in communal lounges or anything. Yeah. Even though they were all a household, it absolutely broke my heart. Yeah, it happened down here as well. It was. It just seemed so draconian. Yeah. yeah. But saying that, I sold a lot of pre-records to Kent and and the South Coast as well. Um. So yeah, I think I think it was just much stricter. It was than we had it. I sold some to Essex and that way. Mm. Mm. Crikey! How was it outdoors for you? anything outdoors yeah so I did um I did one outdoor gig uh at a care home and they had a courtyard and everybody's bedrooms were surrounding the courtyard and this was one of the care homes where they were isolated in their rooms and I was literally walking around with my little bow speaker to each room just to try and not go I wasn't allowed in the room but I was singing outside the French doors because 
they couldn't really see me. And at the time, I was just thinking, this is bonkers. They're all in the same house. And I felt so sorry for the activities lady, such a lovely person, but there was only her. And they were all confined to their bedrooms. Now, as of the activities coordinator in the care home I worked in, I had 23 residents and I was the only one. And you could not get around every single resident every single day. 23 doesn't sound like a lot when it's a care home, but it is a lot when there's only one of you that has to try and comfort or do Mm -hmm. something when they're all separated. Luckily, the care home I worked in, we did have group activities. And so I would do one-to-ones, but they weren't confined to their bedrooms. I, I mean, that's one of the things I can't make sense of is how that was allowed to happen to people that, let's face it, are in the winter, winter of their life. Once you go into a care mm-hmm. home, very rarely are you coming out unless it's for respite. And mm-hmm. I just, I couldn't understand. I, It was horrible, horrible. And it was horrible to hear my activities mm-hmm. people on the phone, not knowing what to do. Um, you know, and I, I had the lucky added bonus of working in the care home as the activities person that if I couldn't think of anything else to do, I would sing them some songs. So they had an in-house entertainer, but that came with a boundary as well because I didn't want to devalue what entertainers actually do for care homes. So I would, yeah, I really didn't. I, I was so strict about it. So I didn't bring in a costume. I did it in my scrubs, which are called my pajamas because it's like wearing pajamas. Um, I sang for half an hour. It made me feel comforted in a way because I thought I'm a singer. I can do this standing on my head. But what I'd really like to do is hire some outside entertainers. So it proved to me, because my internal monologue the whole time was, I'm going to be forgotten about, they're never going to want, they're going to realise they don't need entertainers, blah, 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 blah. And actually, for me, as the in-house entertainer, for want of a better sentence, no, all I wanted to do was hire outside entertainers. That was all I wanted to do. I sadly didn't get the opportunity. I, I wasn't, before I left, I did say, can I please, books and entertainers and I wasn't given the green light sadly how is how is the situation down there now it sounds like it's still a bit rocky so I'm back to how I was pre-pandemic provided that they don't cancel again so I mean Mm. there are some uh, not many one or two I've had to sing with a mask on um I'll play the game it's not ideal um, and it depends on each individual circumstance. And this particular care home, I was—I might as well have been singing from home. I was so far away <laughs> from from the <laughs> residents. And I was like, you know what? I could have done with my bigger sound system. And I don't know if I've become so afraid of cancellations and losing money, but it's now made me just go, I, I have to think of myself more, more as a business than I ever have done in my whole life. It's, it, it's my livelihood as you guys understand it's a case of survival isn't yeah. it it's it's survival yeah. mm-hmm. um I know this always tends to be the subjects you bring up in our forum you know of terms and conditions and cancellation clauses yeah. and things like that and and in fact I only started that forum because I um, got cancelled on arrival by a care home right. once many years ago mm. and I didn't know who to talk to about it mm. Because all the other groups had activity coordinators and managers in there. And you don't want to be known as the girl that's going to take them to court if they don't pay. Yeah. But then, but similarly, like, where do we stand? Yeah. And that was the whole reason why I, I started the forum up. I think 
the what we learn the most on that forum is that we literally have the same life <laughs> but we just yeah. work different parts yeah. of the country yeah. living the same life <laughs> yeah yeah like anything yeah. that has happened will have happened to everyone yeah. like but we always like to talk um about any any sort of funny stories that you might have because i'm sure in 10 years you'll, you'll have some funny anecdotes from gigs in the past well i love <laughs> i love your no boy. i've done stuff like that wrong key and it's like oh that was last week's <laughs> yeah honestly i was like when they turn <laughs> up the lights five minutes oh, so oh, in a crisp mic <laughs> i was thinking the other the week of what i what story i could tell this week and i think i'm going to um give you the one about the photo album oh okay so it was years ago this but it still makes me laugh to this day if i think about it but um i was doing like an old an old age home in york um and and this this man um came up to me and was like can i show you my photo album and i was like yeah yeah of course so um this was at the end when i'm packing up and so he brings it over and he's like just just do you want to have a look through I'm like yeah yeah and he's like i've took them all myself and i was like oh brilliant so i opened it up and it was like an ear of corn <laughs> a picture of an ear of corn and i was like oh, oh lovely i turned the next page ear of corn a different photo of an ear of corn and then as i realized the whole book was just ears of corn <laughs> <laughs> all different all different ears of corn that is like the photo album version of the story you told the other week when it was like guess what's in the shoe <laughs> <laughs> I would yeah. never have guessed a clock. I well, I mean, yeah, take your guess what I was under there. But yeah, so then I was like, oh, I was like, lovely. And then the carers were like, come on now, come come back, come on back to your room. Take the photo album off the nice girl and take it oh. back. <laughs> yeah. And it was just like You've had history with photos though. I mean, tell everyone the story of that gentleman that said that you were the spitting image of Oh yeah, and then and then there's um, just a random photo of you on the notice board. <laughs> so basically, yeah, like um, it, what what homes like to do is like displays, yeah, of like entertainment that's been or you know. So um, you you can go to sort of any random home in the northeast, and more than likely I'll be on the wall somewhere. Um, but one time I did a home um near Stanley, and I used to do the dementia unit upstairs, and this man kept coming up to me saying, um, bless him, he's, he's dead now, but um, he, ca he came up to me and he'd be like, you look like my mother. And I'd be like, oh, okay, right. And then um, we used to always have a laugh and be like, he was like, you, you do look like my mother mind. And I was like, oh, right, okay. And then one time, because he used to go once a month, he brought a picture of his mother out that of when she was about my age and lo and behold i did look exactly like his mother wow exactly wow. i was like yeah it was scarily accurate so then um they were like oh my god she does look like his mother um fun fact this is the man that gave me the soap on the rope oh so um yeah so the um so what happened was what ended up was i ended up holding the the his mother's picture right up to my face and sort of like as a reference and then people started taking pictures of me holding joe's dead mother <laughs> when she was like 20 and then when i came back in the next month that was blown up that picture and put on the notice board so anyone who came in and be like why is there a random girl holding like 
Joe's mother <laughs> when she was like 20 odd. You'd have so, to know the backstory for it to make any sense. At yeah, all. and I'm like, oh, it's too long to explain. But basically, that's Joe's dead mother, and I'm sort of holding a picture of her because I look exactly like her at that age. <laughs> so yeah, it was it was Less. a bit it was a bit random. But How yeah, lovely though, was... because they do regularly say, "Oh, you look just like so and so," and. But I did though. The that's, fact that you actually did. About, I actually did. And everyone, I mean, that activities coordinate was like, I've got goosebumps. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, like he, he was he was lovely and I do miss him. Um, I really miss that resident. And um, when I found out that he'd passed passed away, I was generally had a lump in my throat when they told me. I was mm. like, oh no. Because mm. that's another thing. Um, the amount of people that, do pass away um that you're close to yeah. in this job i imagine that was hard working with them every day as an activities person as well because obviously we we see a window we see an hour once a mm-hmm. once a month or once every couple of weeks yeah um how was it working with them every day with the pandemic going on it, you know what? it was really hard because i mean we did lose a few when i was there we didn't get covid in the home so we were really really lucky but obviously they they were old and ill, so we did we did lose a few. Um, I think what I found harder than losing them was hearing the ones that were compassmentous who understood what was going on, but couldn't see their family, couldn't see their friends, and they mm. had me instead just trying to jolly them along and to be honest there is a place for jollying people along but sometimes they just wanted to cry and all they had was me and I will sit and I'll listen I'll give all the time in the world but listening to someone that was that was hard that was harder than losing them for me um I guess I don't know in all the years I've been singing in care homes where you do make connections with the odd resident and you you lose them and I've gone and sung in their rooms for them on request when they're on their on their deathbed um yeah. I, I I guess there is a part of me that has kind of hardened to it again that's not the right word mm. I can't I can't think of no I, we, no we're the same mm. we're the same we, we, we totally have a, a stone heart because you would cry every gig if you let oh, em, yeah. if you let them emotions oh, yeah. in and um, but but like this is the thing like in the, when the pandemic hit i went up a ladder and sang into a room of a person who was on end of life oh bless you um because she was on the first floor Aww. and i thought and they were like is there any chance i'm like yeah i'm like i'll do anything mm. like i don't care so i literally yeah. i stuck my, my phone through the window and Aww. i sang case sarah, sarah and then she passed on a few days later and the, the family bought me like um like a card and stuff to say that like thank you for mm. making an idea for like the one of our few last years and, yeah. Yeah. yeah i have to say that is one of the hardest things I've ever done is when they've said, oh, um, you know, this particular resident's not well enough to come and see the show. Would you mind just going up and singing with them for a bit? And mm-hmm. um, I suppose it's it's ignorance on my part. You know, if, 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 if you don't, if, if you don't experience these things, you'll never know. We don't, as a society, we don't like to talk about death or mm-hmm. um, ill health particularly. And I've been very fortunate that no one close to me has suffered a, a long illness mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so I've, I've never seen deterioration to the point of hours from death ever being asked to go and sing with a gentleman who's about to pass away 
Um, nothing prepares you for, for for what you see. Nothing prepares you for that. But then there's the, a huge comfort that you've managed to sing with them. And it's one of the last things that they'll take with them. It, yeah. it, it's hugely rewarding, but it's difficult. Eleanor has a story about someone did pass away in a show. I, oh. I did. I did have a I did have a resident die during a show. Um, but I hate I hate to sound so flippant. It was the most joyous thing ever. Yeah. I mean, this wonderful lady. One minute she's doing the Lambeth walk and cocking her legs up, and then yeah. she sits down and asks for a cup of tea and just goes to sleep, and that's it. It was the, that's the you know if you if you if you could say that I'm going to put my order in and that is how I want to go yeah I want mm-hmm. to be singing with a smile on my face waiting for a cup of tea yeah <laughs> if I if I could put my order in for how my last mm-hmm. moments were going to be that's how you would that is how yeah. I want it to be yeah. yeah absolutely so I can't even feel sad about that lady she she went out having the time of her life and yeah. the, yeah. the staff brilliant. the staff handled it so fantastically um and they kind of signaled to me to just keep going obviously it was it was the first time I'd seen someone die so I was quite didn't quite know what to do with myself and I just sat in the car and processed it for a while and then I thought you know what that was a brilliant way to go she was so happy and I I could I, I couldn't I couldn't feel any other way other than I contributed to some really good times for that lady you know yeah yeah it but yeah before I've just come on this podcast, I've just been recording some songs for a gentleman's funeral. Um, I literally have only done one show for this gentleman that he was in the audience. He'd sort of just come to the care home and he requested me to sing some songs for his funeral because he had that good of a time Lesson. at the show. I've, I've recorded some songs for him from that, from that show that he liked. And um, yeah, like you really don't realise how you can just touch people like and yeah, yeah. I don't mm. even know the gentleman either. That's the thing, and Aww. he just says like, "I had such a good, di- oh, such a good day at that show. I just want you to sing for the at my funeral." Oh bless, because yeah. he's yeah, he's on end of life now. I mean, I've I went, I've gone back to singing for two months now, and today, for goodness' sake, every time people get up to dance to "Let's Twist Again" or something like a flippanty song, I want to cry. So it's gotten mm. to the point now where I'm going into care home, giving a little little claws saying by the way i keep hitting bum notes because when people get up to dance i want to cry because <laughs> it's so it's such a beautiful thing to see and I, I, I thought by now i'll be over that i've been back two months it's like it's like riding a bike but um no no well i i had a man in tiggers who when i sang long tall sally oh really, <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> He was crying his eyes out, and I'm like, I hope, I hope they were happy tears. Or did he just really murder the song? <laughs> he, he, apparently, <laughs> get her away. Aww. No, I'm sure. I'm sure you know, Eleanor. You know the other told me. <laughs> you know, I'd have been pelted with sandwiches. <laughs> have you had anything chucked at yourself, Amanda? I have. It was this was a couple of years ago. It was a brand new client. It was at Christmas time. I was wearing a really expensive dress, brand new, um, made of satin. And I could, this this little old lady, I could tell she just hated me from sight. Anyway, I got going with the show and she threw a sausage roll at me. And uh, <laughs> it went right between my legs. And I, I'm really bad at sport, anything. But I managed to do a shot where it hit her right in the doodah. And I really didn't mean to. I was trying to get the sausage roll away from me slipping. 
but it kind of went up in the air and landed and landed in in between her legs. <laughs> and the, <laughs> and, That's hilarious. The, I bet you couldn't do that shot again. And the care assistant, the activities lady, saw it, and I was like. Uh, oh my god! Like she's going to kick me out because that's I did. <laughs> I wasn't being aggressive. And the residence was also draws. <laughs> but she was like, "Oh, oh, we'll move her. We'll move her." And I was like, "I'm so sorry. That was that was." And at the same time, I'm trying to sing "Let It Snow" or something. And uh, <laughs> I was like, I, "Honestly, I did not mean that to end up where I was trying to get it out of the way so I didn't slip." <laughs> so I see I thought that was going a whole different direction and I was just having nightmares about satin and dry cleaners bills yeah greasy sausage no. rolls on sat- satin no <laughs> I managed I managed to get all the way to I'd say six six and a half months without looking pregnant in my most of my dresses because mm. I tend to I tend to go for the same style dresses where tied to under the bust like around my waist mm. And then lots of petticoats. Yep. And I managed to get all the way through where I perhaps just looked like to, like I'd put a bit of weight on, but I didn't look pregnant. Mm-hmm. And now I cannot hide it. I'm massive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm 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 completely misjudging the size of myself when I'm trying to like get through spaces. <laughs> <laughs> I, I keep banging myself on like door frames and things because I'm just completely misjudging. <laughs> How big I act! It's not even funny. I burnt my my belly on the iron the other day. Are you um? Oh, are you no. big Bertha? I'm massive. <laughs> I I am big. You Bertha. are big Bertha. <laughs> Honestly, I, Amanda, have you ever been called fat at work? Yes, I have. Right? Can we make this a campaign? If someone's never been called fat, can they write in? Yeah. <laughs> if you've never been called fat by a resident, please let us know. Yeah, it happened the other day. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So what, what, the other day, I had a day of, I had a whole day of insults. So first and foremost, I had one care home write to me, and their wording was dreadful. That like their whole, I have really bad handwriting. I I think I'm dyspraxic. I don't know, but it's awful. So I'll, I'll admit to that. And I had to spin out this form, and uh, and anyway, so I had the first insult. Like basically, she said, "Your handwriting is really filthy." And then <laughs> filthy? Why filthy? Then, That's such a <laughs> And then and then I went to I had two care homes that day and I smiled. I've always been a bit paranoid about my smile. And this lady went, Oh, you've got really big teeth. And then the 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 second care home of this same day, I heard a gentleman in the background. He went, She's a well built girl. And I was like, uh I I mean, this is the thing, isn't it? How do you I don't know. You just ignore (laughs) it. What do you do in a care home? You're like, okay. I'll just take it on the chin. I just ignore it. I'll just laugh. I just, I'll just laugh. If I'm right here, then I just laugh. How I thick does your skin did. have to be, though? I mean, yeah, there's well, only so many times that you can be told something before you start to get a complex. Yeah. This is the thing. <laughs> I cut a lot of slack in care homes because you're dealing with Alzheimer's and dementia and, you know, you don't know what kind of person they were before. But I'll tell you what I don't cut slack on is people that don't have Alzheimer's and dementia where they say your handwriting is filthy or they get they get personal. And I, I, I think about this quite a lot. We put ourselves out there on a public stage and it must be a nightmare being a famous person because people do mm. think that you are public property and they can say anything they want. I mean, a poster of, of mine and, and my friends went up 
this was a few years ago and we did the gig it was just a duo and at the end all the women in the club said oh you need to get a new poster and we were like yeah we know we hate it and they went you look like 40 year old has been awesome um I feel really good now thanks so you know what that that's it's funny you say that um I I I mean I, I appreciate I don't look much like my poster at the moment. Although I will say that my posters tend to just be head and shoulders anyway, so that whatever my weight's doing, mm. like, it doesn't really matter. I can still yeah. use the same shots, you know. Mm. Um, and literally, I walked into a venue. I was telling Michaela it wasn't a very good gig anyway. It was one of those where just from start to finish, it was just a bit of a nightmare. It was a Sunday afternoon and it was like a nightclub. There was no parking. There was no this. There was. It was just nightmare. One of those mm. gigs that I, I wish hadn't happened. Um, and it was through an agent. And the first thing that the woman behind the bar said to me was, she looked me up and down and she went, well, you look nothing like your poster. Oh, rude. And I was like, <clears throat> I've literally just walked in. Mm. Really? And the mm. thing is, I didn't know what the agent had sent to the venue because it wasn't one of my posters. Yeah. Then when I looked at the poster that was up, they'd still got the poster up from the week before. And it was this really young 18 year old blonde girl, which is like right. the opposite of me. I'm like twice her age and brunette and heavily yeah. pregnant. So I did think to myself, well, of course, I look nothing like the poster because that's not even me. But but yeah. it was just that, in fact, it was the first thing that they said to me. I thought there's no need, really. And no. they said it with like, like like a tone to it. It wasn't like, oh, I didn't recognise you. It was, you look nothing like your poster. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, so yeah. rude. It, <laughs> it's so rude. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, at the end of the day, I just, it, it is one of those things that um, I have thought about. I thought about it the other day. I think it was over that day of insults. And I was like, I'm a human being. Like, just because I get up there and I sing and I look really confident. I actually, that's that's why I do singing is because I don't, really have any confidence um I'm an introvert I'm shy and I'm I always feel like be very careful choose your words when dealing with other people but that's I'm trying to judge everybody else by my standards and and maybe I'm wrong I, I don't think I'm wrong when you think about having empathy for others and not being unkind and and not saying not saying nasty things, but it amazes me the things that Absolutely. people say. <laughs> well, can we, possibly, I've had permission to share this, this anecdote from Sandra. <laughs> What's our favourite? <laughs> so what our favourite, um, well, mine, I think it's Eleanor's as well, isn't it? Insult mm. that I've heard someone say it was, um, Sandra, um, <laughs> you know Sandra? from the forum is she the she's lady on the, the, forum. the forum yeah she's yeah, lovely. yeah yeah so what what's so what eleanor you tell it <laughs> well which one i mean it's she the gets one so that many. you did so well despite oh her. yeah yeah so she had a resident say to her at the end of the show that they thought she did extremely well in spite of her handicaps <laughs> and, and and you know when you're just thinking <laughs> Well, what what do they think she's got? Yeah. <laughs> she's absolutely completely able in every way. <laughs> uh, do you know what? Do you know what I like about? Do you know what I like about the care homes is the complete sort of living in the seventies when the comfort terminology of stuff. Oh yeah, <laughs> I love that. Mm. They've, they've not moved on. Have they, oh at all. no, no bless no. them. 
Uh, that's that's no. yeah. We'll, we'll we'll just we'll whatever you're thinking. Yes, that's right. What's that, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> yes. I will not be saying anything. But yeah, I've heard. I've yeah. heard everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't get offended. Yeah, you really no. can't. What is your favorite thing about doing this job, Amanda? And what would you say is your least favorite thing? My least favorite thing about this job is actually me and my brain, because. It doesn't stop. Even halfway through a gig, I'm like, they hate me, or um, I, I better write down what songs I've done. It is the OCD attention to detail that the, I, I get. I do get very nervous still in in the homes that have been very kind to me and and booked me a lot. I'm like, oh, they're going to be bored of me this time. And my my brain is what I don't like about this job. What I do like about this job which I touched on earlier on, is how it is my absolute soul belief and my core that that, in, that music and the arts are how humans survive. Without those things, mm. I know we need food and water and electricity and stuff like that, but without being storytellers, without singing, without movement, I really don't believe that we can... I don't think we can survive because it's it's all of our mental health. Abba Abba said it best without a song or dance. Yes. And when I sing that, I give it real gusto. I'm like, yeah, the audience believes me. <laughs> I um... always I always give the gusto to whoever it was. I'm a fan. <laughs> you know what? I am I am moved. I yeah. am moved to the point of tears. A lot of the time singing that song. I yeah. like that Especially song. Especially the first time I sang it when all the venues reopened. Yeah. yeah. Because I was just so grateful to be back doing what I'm doing. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it's really interesting talking to you today. I think it just highlights that all the insecurities that I have and that Michaela has that we discuss. I mean, we seem super confident. We, 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 we were kind of leading the charge for for speaking out for people doing this job but we are introverts yeah a lot of people a lot of people look up to us and we know that and and sometimes that can be a bit of a (laughs) it's it's a lot of a it's a lot of a weight to bear on yourself when you know people people do look up to Mm. you as the forerunners Mm. of this industry and it's a bit like oh uh, but but as long as you know that i am i've like yeah, i get yeah. to the point where i can get in my head and be like oh my god oh my god i can't go to work today like yeah. i'm i'm like that so don't yeah. worry i'm the same <laughs> yeah my yeah. my mum my mum gets really annoyed with me because if i've got a new client i'm nervous mm. i panic I think, what if they don't like me? What if I sing the wrong songs? Mm-hmm. And my mum gets fed up of having to kind of build me up. I ring her on the hands free on the way to the gig. Same. And she'll be like, well, you know, you're going to be fine. Yep. Mm-hmm. You've been doing this job for that long now. Mm-hmm. Just trust your instinct. You always pick the right stuff to do. Yeah. And then I'll ring her on the way back. And she's like, how did it go? Like, oh, they've rebooked me. Yep. And she's like, so, you know, why do we go through this every yeah. time you have a new client? And it's so it's so true. Yeah. We all go through it. We do. We do. I just yeah. I I ring my mum on the way to every gig nearly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like I do. Uh, and then on the way back, every single gig, I will ring my mum as soon as I get out, and Aww. be like, and Oh my like, god, how, how was it? How it was, was it? Fun. Oh my god, it was brilliant. And she's like, See, yeah, yeah. So don't yeah. worry, like <laughs> it happens to us all the time, and like I, it happens to everyone. I and I think it's only because we care. I think oh, yeah. it's only because we care. Yeah, 
I I I will always be really open that I struggle with anxiety. You just really yeah. got to get out of your head. Yeah. And start being like I don't need to make lists. You don't make yeah. you you know yourself you don't need to make lists. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they yeah. they listen to the same song. I'm not being funny, but do you not think every single person that goes into a care home doesn't sing Here's Are? Well, I know. So, <laughs> do you know what I, I mean? They'll have heard they've heard yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. They've heard to kiss her art a thousand times in like a month. So don't worry yeah. if you sing it one more time. Yeah, yeah. And they love it. Yeah. Every time. I'm going to wrap this up and just say thank you so much to Amanda and Michaela for being so um, honest and open about some quite difficult subjects for this oh. podcast. Um, our inboxes are always open. In recent years, mm. mental health talk is open as, as I've ever seen it. Mm. Yeah, I think mm. it's because everyone knows that everyone knows someone that is going through mental health issues, and I, I think I think everybody is dealing with their own things daily, whatever it might be, um, and just the fact that we can talk about it now. You never know what someone's going through. Yeah. So be kind to everyone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. do, I do hate that hashtag. Be kind, but it's, it's a bit so of a, true though. A trendy thing, but it it's is true, true because you true. never know what someone's going through. And on that note. And on that note, thank you so much. If if any of you listening have been affected by anything we've discussed today, please feel free to drop us a message. Our inboxes are always open. Uh, we've, we're very open and honest. You can email, email us at um, coachypodcast at hotmail.com. So our emails are open and we'll, we'll always write back. Um, yeah. And we're always happy to chat. We're always happy to um, offer advice as well if there's anything in particular that's... Um, bothering you with this job if you enjoyed this episode and you listened on apple podcast it would take two seconds can you please give us a bit of a rating and if you do fancy it you can leave us a little bit of a review as well that would really help us out just let us know that you're enjoying the, the content that we are putting out for you and also massive massive thank you again to amanda parsons if uh, you're in the southampton and surrounding areas and you would like to uh, book some entertainment either for your private event your venue or your your care home then do look her up i've had a look at your website today it's wonderful lots of uh, lovely examples of what you do oh, on there thank you um so yeah if you're if you're down that way i mean i'm assuming you travel a bit further afield yeah i do yeah so i, I go everywhere i was up in leicester the other day not not at a care home hey uh, i was so uh yeah it's all wow. good fun so the, the next time you're up in leicester give me a shout i will i will <laughs> Is that's my that that's my home? Is it? I knew Lovely. you were around. All right. Yes. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I, I mean, obviously, I have no I have no social life. So please, <laughs> give, <laughs> give, give me a reason to come yeah, out, please. Me too. <laughs> oh well, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on and taking the time today, and thank you for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.